Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm kind of all over the place uh, because people have sent me articles that are negative. They've sent me articles that are positive. And then, of course... Uh, I've got all the family coming at the end of this week uh, for Christmas. And so I've got Christmas cheer in my brain. And uh, we've done nothing for the last two weeks except go out and buy and buy and buy and buy presents. And I don't tell you that to impress you, but to impress upon you that one of the greatest feelings about having been financially successful in any way, shape, or form at whatever level uh, is the ability to give to other people and to give back to the world and especially to give to your family and friends. That's always uh, something that's enjoyable. So uh, the holidays really bring a lot of joy to me in that reason. It gives me an opportunity to really enjoy the financial success that you know I've been blessed to obtain. So the holidays are something where you start thinking about other people and you start thinking about, okay, my dad never had what I had. My mother never had what I had. They were broke up. They each married somebody else. Uh, they both left led lives of not-so-quiet desperation. I mean, really more loud desperation, my mother's case. My dad was more of a quiet guy, quiet desperation. And I think a lot of times to myself, I go, you know, it's really a shame because my dad would never or my mom would never admit that I had made it, even when I was in my early 30s and I had become a millionaire in my 30s. It just didn't resonate with them. They, they couldn't see it. It, was, it made no sense at all. Um, I don't know if they didn't believe it uh, way back then or what it was, but it just it didn't resonate. In fact, my whole family, if you look at my family across the board, um, we had a family reunion. There's probably 100 people there, whatever, and none of them. It doesn't resonate with any of them. Nobody in my family cared about having money. It's just the strangest thing I've ever seen. I don't know if it's because they didn't know how to get money. I think most of the people on my father's side were Democrats, and, you know, they all had jobs with pensions and that kind of stuff was what they thought was important in life. But other than that, I, I, I don't get it. And, and so to this day, you know, my dad's dead, my mom's dead, my grandfather's dead. You get on the line. And, you know, all these people are gone. And so I, I think to myself many times, I go, you know, what, what is, it, is it about this situation that I came up through a family that had nothing to have all this success? Is it maybe that I saw that they had nothing and it made me want success? I'm not sure. But I know this. I live in a street where every house is 10,000 square feet or larger. Everybody that lives in this subdivision is a multimillionaire. You couldn't afford to live here. Um, the guy on the right-hand side of me died. The guy on the left-hand side of me died. Both died within the last year. 
And you start thinking, wow, those are some rich single women. No, I really wasn't thinking that. I just thought it was funny that I was the only guy left on this side of the street that was still alive, you know. What is it that is important in life? And you really start thinking about, well, health is, staying alive is important. And then holidays, like right now, having the whole family come in and spend time with the family, that's important. And you start realizing that, man, getting up every day and going to work and grinding the rock, that's a tough way to live, guys. And I have empathy for you. I don't have sympathy for you. I have empathy. And I'm going to go into empathy and sympathy later in this show. But I have sympathy that you, you've got to get up and do that every day. Now, why do—I'm sorry, I have empathy, not sympathy. Why do I not have sympathy? I might as well go into it now. It's because you can change all that. All you have to do is make a decision. I uh, saw this little short, you know, the YouTube things, little YouTube short video. And this motivational speaker was saying that everything in life that's worth having is uphill, meaning you've got to work for it. It says nothing rolls uphill. You have to push that rock up that hill to get where you want to be. And he talks about whether it's sports or whether it's finances or whether it's relationships. You have to work to have something in your life you don't want. And he goes on and says a bunch of uh, positive quips, one of which I heard before in love, which is if you want something in your life you don't already have, you have to do something in your life you've not done yet. You have to change what you do to have something different. And, you know, I sit there and when I listen to positive motivational stuff, I I don't listen to it to think, okay, I can just copy this and go give it out to somebody else. I I try to think, okay, I am where I am at. What more? What should I be concentrating on now? What should I focus on? And um, I heard another guy talking about he had to train himself to stay working hard, grinding on the rock. And that his whole goal in life is to stay focused enough and to keep finding new and higher goals to keep grinding the rock. And the guy's very successful. So, you know, I'm not putting down his success because I, I, I'm really uh, amazed. What I am asking, though, is of myself... Would I be willing to get back out there and grind the rock at 67 years old and uh, get a, get farther ahead from where I'm at? I have to be honest with you. I just have not been able to get myself motivated to go grind the rock. I grow every year because I have enough money that I can buy more real estate. When I buy more real estate, I make more money the next year. And then when I make more money, I have more money to spend, but I also have more money to invest. So each year I invest more. Right now I'm in the process of closing on three deals that I've locked down over the last couple months. By the end of the year, I'll have three more properties. The three more properties will make me X number more dollars a month, and I'll have more money. What to do with that money is not yet decided. Probably just throw it back in the pile and let it grow even more. But the bottom line is, is that you have to make that decision in life that you're going to push that rock up to that certain level. And I think, really, if I can make a metaphor out of this, if you get the rock up high enough 
and you get it over the top of the hill, whatever hill you're willing to carry it up to, it's going to roll downhill from there for the rest of your life. So I've created such a massive amount of passive income that that rock is just rolling down that hill. And it rolls faster and faster and faster, actually exponentially faster. Now, if I would have kept pushing on the rock, could I have pushed it another 100 feet higher, another mile higher? Could I have been, instead of a multimillionaire, could I have become a billionaire? Well, I'm sure I could have if I would have been willing to work as hard as I see these guys are that are billionaires. But these guys, they're working. They're working seven days a week. They're grinding on many, many different companies. They're advertising and marketing online all the time. They're on TV. They're traveling all over the world. They all have private planes because they fly around and go to things and activities every single day. And quite honestly, I like just getting up and going out in my backyard and sipping a cup of coffee. As I was mentioning in the first part of the show here, today we're going to the mailbag now, and uh, it's a little good, a little bad, a little I don't even know what the heck they're trying to tell me stuff, but uh, we'll see what we can make of it. The first one is a negative article, and it's from a company or from an, uh, a publisher called Cryptopolitan. One of you listeners sent me this and said, what do you think of this? And here's the headline. The U.S. is really headed for economic doomsday. That's right. Doomsday goes on and reads. The economic landscape of the United States is teetering on the edge of precipice. Reminiscent of the 2008 financial crisis, recent movements in the banking sector have triggered alarms, signaling a potential economic catastrophe that could dwarf the previous market crash. That's unbelievable, right? It goes on. Robert Kiyosaki, the acclaimed author known for his financial insights in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, has voiced concerns about an impending crash. Robert Kiyosaki is a fabulous author. He writes science fiction books or whatever you call what he writes, but it's not facts. So what is his advertisement for the last 10 years? Maybe even 20 years. The only thing Robert Kiyosaki can talk about is the world is coming to an end and that gold and silver is the only thing safe to have your money in. He uses his name. He sold off his rights to his real estate training courses to people that were scam artists and they went broke. So he's not in the real estate training program business anymore. Hasn't been for 25, 30 years. Um, now, as far as the rest of the stuff, the sell-off, the banks, and so on and so forth, I've heard a little bit of this stuff going around that, you know, the banking system is in trouble. But the reality is the Fed's putting them in trouble. They're doing it on purpose. They're selling off their portfolio of bonds. Um, but the Kiyosaki is in no way, shape, or form a financial expert. That I can guarantee you. Going on, it says, a looming financial tsunami. Kiyosaki's warnings are not to be taken lightly. His advice for individuals to safeguard their assets by moving them out of banks speaks volumes about the gravity of the situation. The potential crash, as he foresees, is just another market dip. It's looming financial tsunami that could take years to recover from. 
Kiyosaki's recent statements paint a grim picture, urging people to prepare for a scenario that might require significant cash on hand, uh, indicating a mistrust of the banking system. Uh, Tremors and impending disaster are not limited to the U.S. alone. Uh, the BRIC nations, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, have been gradually distancing themselves from the dollar. Their strategic financial moves, including significant trades in local currencies and the Chinese yen, are signs of weakening grip of the U.S. dollar on the global stage. The shift poses a direct challenge to the U.S. economy, which has long benefited from the dollar's dominance in international markets. All right, so that part I do believe. And uh, although I don't think wrapping politics up into trying to be financially free makes much sense because both sides are complete idiots. The problem is both sides are complete idiots. Uh, Biden and the Democrats have destroyed our economy. They've destroyed our banking system. Uh, And yet the Republicans couldn't put five votes together to even allow them to take control to pass any bills. The Republicans are no better. And the Republicans are going to have the problem forever of never being able to win any battles. Because if you get five Republicans in a room, they all believe five different things. If you get five Democrats in the room, they will ask everybody, what should we believe in? And then they all believe whatever one of them tells them to believe. Whoever's most powerful in the room will dictate, and all five Democrats will say the exact same thing word for word. But if you get five Republicans in the room, not a single one of them will agree on anything. They'll agree in essence that everybody else is wrong, but they will not agree on what to do. And so the Republicans can't resolve the issue either. So yes, these big giant countries which are at war with us economically, financially, and even militarily. These guys are at war and we're playing patsy and our president's an idiot. Everybody out there knows, even the Democrats know that. So what are we going to run? We're going to run another old, 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 old guy. And and that's the way this world's running. There's, it's, it's not like it used to be that presidents uh, would be you know, in the 40s. Maybe... And it always seemed like they came in with dark hair and left with white hair. (laughs) Nowadays, they come in with white hair and they die uh, right after they get out. It's just it's unbelievable. There's nobody out there politically that can hold any group together because the Internet has destroyed cohesiveness. Why? Because no matter who you are, you can go on the Internet and build up a group of people that believe exactly what you believe in a minute collection of people that can believe their own little weird perception of the world and not get along with anybody else. And that, my friends, is why that part of this disastrous plan or disastrous prediction may actually happen. We'll be right back with the Bell Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, member stories, 
featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple of times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we are at the mailbag and uh, someone sent us a very uh, depressing uh, article to read. And we covered it, half of it. In the last segment, we're going to pick up the other half now, and then we're going to get into dispute with it. It says the declining dollar and the rise of BRICS, which is the uh, the financial institution that uh, China. Let's see, I've got a, a I printed it here. Who was it? It's um, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America are putting together this new financial currency. The move away from the U.S. dollar by countries like China and Russia and their increased reliance on their own currency for international trade signals a profound shift. The trend is not just mere diversification strategy, but a strategic maneuver to devalue the dominance of the U.S. dollar. So the guy asked me, they sent me, this. said, what do you think? I said, well, what I think is, is that I'd be, if there really is going to be a cash money disaster, I think the real place to be is real estate. You think about it. I want more real estate. I've, I've got three deals I'm closing on before the end of the year right now. We're in December. And every dollar I take out of my savings account is a dollar that won't get devalued and a dollar that will go up in value. So well, why is that? Well, do you realize that what devaluation of the dollar is really inflation? So in my mind, I'm thinking if there's any worry I have is I'm thinking, gosh, can I get more real estate? You know, if I were really afraid of what these guys were saying, which there's some relevance to it, I'd be out there buying more real estate. If the cash is going to get devalued internationally, then what's going to happen is is people are going to be looking for places to get rid of that cash. And there's just no more land, guys. They're not making any more of it. Chinese are trying to buy our land, our farmland, our ranch lands. Why? Because there's no more of it. Where do I stand on this? I think I just need to buy more real estate. I need to realize that the more hard assets you earn, the better off you are. But I would never buy gold or silver because I can't take gold or silver down to the grocery store and buy something. You're going to walk around with a gold brick in your pocket. What I want is real estate where people will pay me to live there. Right? And then I take that money, whatever it is, if I'm using Chinese or Brazilian dollars, I don't care. Whatever they pay me in, take it down to the bank. And say, well, the banks will be gone. No, the banks are not going to be gone. There's banks in every country in the world. They come, they go, they go out of business, they set up a new one. The world will continue to exist. The only thing that completely eliminate the world is if there was a thermonuclear war and then people still somewhere would survive. Not maybe me, not maybe you, but somebody somewhere would survive. There'll be people in bunkers that will come out of it. And when they get out, they'll set up a bank because mankind needs to trade. It needs to survive. So I can see where this article was written. It was written by people wanting to sell you gold 
and crypto. That's the crypto notebook right there. So let's just look at this this way. While all of that impending disaster is going on, somebody else sends me an article. says, housing market update. Buyers get early holiday gift as rates come down and new listings rise. Well, the bottom line is this. If we look at where we're at right now, and as I go through this with you and share really with myself again, I mean, it's interesting when I speak about these things, how they resonate in my own mind in different ways. But what I'm really thinking right now is that, okay, if it's true that interest rates are coming down, then um, there's a significant problem with that for some of us. And I'll tell you what that is in a second. First of all, I've I share with you this other email, and then uh, we'll cover some stuff about this. It says, uh, Dell Chase Bank savings account doesn't pay hardly any interest. You have to move your money to a CD. Once in a CD, you can't touch the money. If you do, they will close the whole CD and give you your money and start a new CD. This, I don't know, of a CD, you lose all the interest. Do you know of an option greater than that? Well, I just brought this one on here because a couple of things that really – sort of get to me about it. The the first one is I've been yelling at people and screaming at people that there's interest rates out there right now that you can get in your savings accounts. You don't need a CD. Just go online, look up low or high interest rate savings accounts. And I'm getting anywhere from four and a half to five and a half percent interest on every account I have now. The ones I didn't have to get that much, I just got out of them and went moved to the, the ones that are paying that much. Um, so the point I want to, first point I want to make with that is that, guys, this is like anything else in life. This guy also says, I'm still trying to buy several houses. Do you know of any other realtors I can contact up there to find houses in DFW or in Houston or wherever the busier place might be? Well, I contacted some of my realtors and they go, Dell, we can find them houses every day. He says he wants to buy five by the end of the year. And the realtors contacted back, so we can get you houses in San Antonio, Austin, Houston, wherever you want. Dallas is a harder market, though, they did say. But the bottom line is the guy has to decide. He's got to make the move. And the same thing with the CD money. He's got to make the move to look it up. Go open up some savings accounts that pay 5.5%. Now, that leads me to the second issue that I was going to bring up, and that is But wait, if mortgage interest rates are going down, don't you think that the bank offered savings rates will eventually go down also? I remember when bank offered savings rates, just like this gentleman is bringing up, was like one third of 1% at Wells Fargo. Now, Wells Fargo right now is paying me 2.75 on my savings account. I have a savings account there just because I didn't eliminate it. Uh, they're paying me 1.27 on my checking account. I have a checking account. I didn't eliminate it. That's not really where I put my money to to, to earn interest, right? But it just is a good point of reference because that savings account was a third of a percent. And now it's up to 2.75. But my point is, is that all of this combined interest here, if you look at it, it could start to go back down while at the same time, the prices of real estate might start to go up. Why? Because 
as interest rates go down, people can pay more for real estate, and they do just because they want it so bad they'll overpay for it. So my opportunities to go out there and buy deals like the three that I'm closing by the end of the year, remember I told you months ago, or weeks ago, I'm sorry, that I was looking at seven different deals. And I went into contract on four of them, and then I backed out of one contract, retraded it. They wouldn't retrade to the level I wanted. They would retrade, but not to the level I wanted. So I ended up keeping three of them. But I'm starting to wonder, man, maybe I should have taken the fourth and kept it. Maybe I should get a few more. Because if interest rates start going back down, if the Fed feels like everything's safe and they start changing the position of money, then all of a sudden the prices of real estate's going to go up and my rate of return on real estate will go down. So it's time to move. And I'm sharing this with you, even though I'm sitting here talking to myself. I hope you understand that. I'm saying, Dell, you got to move. It's time. You can buy this stuff at lower prices than you could for the last 10 years. You can buy this stuff now with interest rates that are lower than they were a month ago, two months ago, when they peaked. You can get a lower price and lower interest rates. This is the time to buy. Right? And yet, just like this article, this guy's sitting here, and I think to myself, back to the to the motivational speaker we discussed earlier, he said, all things good in life are uphill. You have to do something you've never done to have something you don't have. And I'm thinking, there it is. This guy here's got this stuff he's trying. I think and it's and it's interesting to me that he's he's speaking and verbalizing the words that he wants to make the move, but he is on the ground making everything way more difficult than it is. I could get online right now and buy. I could call one of my realtors right now, send me a house, sell me a house. I know I could. This guy could also. He's just got to get out and do it. Got to say yes to one of these deals. These deals are going down every day. We get these deals, I mean, realize... My realtors make a living by selling stuff. They don't make a living by not selling stuff. They're selling stuff every day. So if you're out there right now and you don't have what you want this holiday season, if you don't have enough money to give all the stuff you want to give, to live where you want to live and have the holiday you want to have, it's because you didn't do what you needed to do to make that happen. And whether you want to sit here and read the doomsday email or if you want to sit here and read the positive motivational email, The reality is the world's there. It's in front of you, and it changes very slowly up and down, up and down, up and down, and it cycles. And the smart people just get in, buy their real estate, build their passive income, and continue to do that for the rest of their life. And then one day you wake up and you're a multimillionaire and realize then it's not really the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.